it's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing? Jake, I'm doing great. It's, uh, it's Labor Day weekend. Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, <laughs> Labor Day. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's probably my favorite holiday. Labor, Labor Day night's all right for organizing. That's right. Um, what, are you, what are your Labor Day plans? Uh, well, uh, not doing any labor. That's number one. Mm. And number two, I'm probably going to watch the highlights from the Michigan game yesterday another like four or five times because this is what I do when the season starts. Um, that's really cool. Um, I am going to honor all moms in honor of Labor Day. So, I don't know, I'm just a feminist yeah, for like all that. the emotional labor. Yeah, and the birthing of children. You know, moms do that. Did you know that, Thomas? That, too. Moms often give birth to children, and they call it labor, and that's what this I day represents. I think that you're painting with a broad brush here. Wow, and now you're calling women broads. Wow, we don't that's say right, that anymore, right. Thomas. <laughs> digging yourself into a hole. It's really inappropriate, and I think you should apologize. I, you know, I'm learning and growing. I want to apologize to all the moms out there. Thank you. Um... Here's something I'm, that's going to be really funny when I ask you. Thomas, speaking of moms, did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala, Guatemala. I took a trip out to Guatemala. Ooh. Sorry, I just needed to I'd take a nice sip of uh, this Canada Dry Bold uh, to, to match the uh, the intensity of that, uh, that segue. Thank you. Uh, yes, Jake, I did watch it. That's such great news. Um, the episode we watched this week was called Big Win, Big Decision, Big Mistake. What do you think of that title? Great. I was like, what's going to happen with this episode when <laughs> right? I saw that title? Right. Uh, first aired December 8th, 2005. How many viewers do you think this one received? Last Remind week got, me, what did it get last week? Last week it got 19.82 million. I'm going to say The Dream is Still Alive, 19.84. We mm. live in a society. <laughs> sure. Uh, it actually got 20.21 million. God damn, people were in year. it. Right? People, like, <laughs> people hey, were really very, apparently, people were really, really ready. Uh, as soon as uh, someone from New York got voted off, they were like, oh, thank God. Finally. Now, now real American has a chance. Um, yeah, they are no they are no longer walking here. Cindy is sad that they didn't tell her the plan to take out Judd, and Rafe calls the four women left in the game Rafe's angels. That was fun. That was fun. Also, they didn't tell Cindy because she doesn't exist whenever she's not on camera. Literally. Uh, they can be a little more fun now that Judd is gone. How did you feel when Lydia called Rafe a real gentle type of male? I would agree. He is definitely a real gentle type of male. Is there another word for that? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. I saw a bumper sticker today that said, proud parent of a sensitive, gentle boy uh, who will cry at the slightest touch. <laughs> like, that's very good. That is pretty funny. Uh, then they get a car reward in the tree mail, or they get a car key, not a, the whole car. They just get the car key, and it's like, whoa, what's going to happen? We know. It was actually a ransom note for the car. It's like, we're going to keep cutting pieces off of the car until... 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie says that she's never had a car, and Lydia says she's going to give the car to her 17-year-old son. How nice is that? Very sweet. Um, Lydia, good. Just overall, like, just good person. Yeah. Big fan of Lydia. Good vibes from Lydia. Uh, at the reward challenge, um, they, they're going to win a 2006... Pontiac Torin? Is that what they said? A Torin? Is that the car? I believe. It was a car that I was not... It's definitely one I've seen before, but I don't remember really seeing ads for it, other than, I guess, this product placement. It, you know, like, every single company, car, like, American car company at that time had, because it was the mid-2000s, they had to make an SUV that looked exactly like that, so Holy it's just one shit, of the ones... Thomas. Excuse me. Is that a Torin? Look, you wouldn't download a car, especially not this car. Oh, is it the Torrent? It's the Pontiac Torrent. Pontiac actually went under as a company because they innovated the first downloadable car. (laughs) It was curtains for them after that. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Yeah, it existed from 2006 to 2009, and it was a replacement for the Aztec. Yeah, yep. That's it definitely isn't as goofy looking as the Aztec, but that also I think is kind of a problem because like the Aztec and the PT Cruiser were both like very busted looking cars, but they were at least distinctive. I remember the Aztec coming out uh, and I think the first public appearance by this car was on Survivor, the Australian Outback, the second season. Of course. I'm sure that they really played up because wasn't like the big thing with the Aztec that there was like a fold out tent that it had. Yeah. It was like, you can camp in this. I think that was it. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll eventually watch Australia, obviously. Um, but it was like this bright yellow color and forever in my head. That's all I associated a Pontiac Aztec with that color. So anytime I saw one that wasn't that color, <laughs> I'd be like, why does this one look so weird? <laughs> and I always loved the pon- the yellow Pontiac Aztec because it was on the second season of Survivor. And I'm so bummed out it doesn't exist anymore. It looks perfect. It's the perfect I've, car. I, I think uh, the one of my favorite little things in Breaking Bad is one that Walter drives a Pontiac Pontiac Aztec and mm-hmm. two that the first car that he gets his son is a PT Cruiser it's like here just like your dad it's <laughs> is so this incredible this car that aged immediately after it came out it's so great so they get a Pontiac Torrent which only existed until 2009 and then the GMC Terrain uh, and the Buick Envision took over I don't know what this means how do you get- those are some car those are some car ass <laughs> car names right there those are some like we took two seconds. They just like opened a dictionary and were like, yes, envision. Um, in 2008, the, the torrent got the podium edition. For, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it was From all the racing that you're doing in your Pontiac torrent. You make jokes, Thomas, but it was only sold in Canada for the 2010 winter Olympic games. So who's the asshole now? Yeah. Those are a collector's item. Who am I? So nobody. I don't have a I don't have a Pontiac Torrent Podium Edition. So in addition to this downloadable car, they'll also get to go to an archaeological archaeological campsite uh, and get food and rum. They have to go a cross balance beam with uh, McConaughey's Matthew McConaughey's. Um, 
for the first thing. Danny, Stephanie, and Cindy are the first to move on. And then they toss Monacas at the tiles. Cindy and Steph move on. And then they do a puzzle, and then they go down a cart, and Cindy wins. This was fun. I liked this. The different stages were good. I'm a big fan of any challenge where there's a cart that you get to ride at the end. Honestly, I don't know why they don't do it every time. Every single time. Why not? Mm. Remember the golf challenge in Gabon where they had to, like, get as close to the target as possible at the bottom of this hill? Yes, I do remember that. What if at the very end, whoever got the closest got to hop in a cart and go down that hill in the cart? That'd be so cool. I think that, yeah, like, basically every Survivor uh, challenge should end like it's the end of a Mario Kart track where somebody (laughs) goes across the finish line. Yeah, that would be cool. And then also maybe they get hit by, like, a shell beforehand and somebody else goes in there first. Just 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 an idea for the producers. Jeff loves to put in, like, all these advantages and tools to, like, make the game harder, easier for people. What about a blue shell, you know? What, yeah. if, what if somebody had thrown a blue shell in Triple H, it's time to play the game at Ben, and and then it would have been somebody else who won. Yeah, could have used a few more banana peels out on that course. Yeah. Um, so Jeff offers then to give the rest of the people this downloadable car in exchange for Cindy's. And she decides... To keep and he, the car. he explicitly says, like, the reasoning is that there is the car curse where, like, everybody yeah. that's gotten the car has uh, been voted out. And so, honestly, I feel like I do believe in the curse. So I think that my move, one, to curry favor, it is hard to say no to the car because, like, you know, you're getting a guaranteed car. But if you curse everybody else and you buy their favor with the car, like, mm-hmm. pretty good shape. That's pretty nice. And you get to cost CBS, a corporation, a lot of money, which is very That is fun. really funny. It was, dude, I was, I don't know that I've ever been as delighted, one, with the twist watching this show, but two, seeing the four other cars pull up. And they tried to make it look so badass. Yeah, they were like, here come the reinforcements, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck, we got a fucking convoy going here. No, I... I love this so much. This was like one of my, this immediately I think elevates this season. Cause the, you know how we've been saying that there isn't something that quite sets this one apart. This yeah. is it. This is what does it. <laughs> the, the Pontiac. The five God, Pontiac what a fucking towards. great twist. <laughs> so would you have kept the car if you were in Cindy's position or would you have given four people a car? I would have I would have given four people a car, and I will tell you why. One, the reasons I already stated, you get to curse all of them. Honestly, it buys you four jury votes if you make it, mm-hmm. or I guess uh, three jury votes. But um, the uh, the other reason is one, you got to pay tax on that. So, yeah. two, I don't think that's a car I would really want that badly. Like you know, if you're getting it for free, that's great. Uh, and then three. Just buy whatever car I want if I win. So. Right, right. How much was a Pontiac Torrent in 2005? That's a great question. Um, how do I find that information? What is the MSRP? I don't know what that means. Is that a... Is that a... Uh, standard retail price. Market retail price? Standard market? Yeah, market? I, think, I believe it is market standard retail price. Whatever. 
MSRP. Okay. Uh, and it would be it would be a 2005 one, right? 2005, yes. Uh, okay. Autoevolution.com. That is also the first result that I got. Mm, it's almost as if we were using the same website. Crazy. Uh, power, torque, fuel system, fuel, doesn't fuel say capacity, anything about price. top speed, 112 miles an hour. Uh, drive type, front wheel drive, five-speed automatic. It's got discs, that's right, for brakes. It's got tires. It's got length. It's got width. It's got height. It's got front rear track. Huh. Um, oh, and it gets 19 miles to the gallon. Oh, well, wonderful. Um, okay, here we go. KBB.com. That's the one we want. Kelly Blue Book. We had a friend growing up, um, and he loved the Kelly Blue Book. Sorry, our experts haven't experienced this car yet. God. That's a, what a weird way to phrase that. Well, I, I, to be honest, um, I didn't get the whole sentence because I got a pop-up that said, oh, it looks like you're using an ad blocker. Yeah, kellybluebook.com. Uh, well, the current value of it, if you still had yours today, would be... Uh, Anywhere from like three to five thousand dollars. Okay. Um, still too rich for my blood. Um, what? I found something called autoblog.com, and the first one has a Grand Theft Auto logo in the corner. Why do you think that is? Do you think the Pontiac Torrent was in Grand Theft Auto? Oh, of course it was, because you can put it on a USB drive. And plug it into your PS4. Or, what, 2005, when was that? PS2? Yeah, yeah, that would have been maybe 360, depending on when in that year. Um, yeah, probably summer. I don't know. When was the 360 out? Uh, I, th- I believe it was fall of 2005. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, though. Maybe Jeff Probst could have gotten them some advanced copies. Would you rather have a Pontiac Torrent or an Xbox 360 in 2005? Uh, I mean, probably the car. In 2005, when we were 14 years old? Okay, illegal. Well, then in two years, I'd have a car that I could drive. A two-year-old car? Yeah, or I could just sell the car, and then I would, I would have more money wow. to buy the Xbox 360s with. Oh, yeah, you could buy a bunch of Xbox 360s. Buy so many Xbox 360s. Oh, my God. All right, we're, I guess maybe the answer to this is we'll never know what it originally, <laughs> what the original retail price was. Um, apparently not enough. Uh, Cindy keeps her own car and then brings Stephanie on the reward with her. Her own car? <laughs> Cindy says the word car about 400 times this episode. It's very funny. Uh, and she has like a very specific accent, which I didn't really notice car. until this episode. Um, yeah, Cindy is so excited for her brand new car. They go to the archaeological site and she recognizes that only she and Oprah are the only people who could give that many people a car at the same time. But she's certain nobody was mad about it. <laughs> Would you be mad if somebody else refused to give you a car because they wanted one themselves? You know, I don't think that I would be mad given the circumstances of it, but I would be disappointed. You know what they should do? Bring back the car challenge, but make the car challenge just hands on a hard body. So whoever holds on to the car the longest wins the car. Oh, yeah. 
they can do the one where the lady uh, died because she uh, w- was there, like had heat stroke or whatever. Yeah, that'd be really funny. They love to give people heat stroke on Survivor. Um, back at camp, everyone was shocked that Cindy kept her car. Cindy and Steph return later, uh, and Cindy talks about how great the Pontiac Torrent is. Uh, Rafe worries that she is playing too nicely when everyone talks about how they understood Cindy's decision. You know, I'm on Rafe's side, per usual. Yep, Rafe is, uh, Rafe is a good player and smart, and he's also a gentle kind of man. Uh, gentle kind of male. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. What about this immunity challenge? They were shackled up and tied up, and they had to unlock themselves and get out of the ropes and then sprint to a flag. I think pretty solid, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it, too. Um, Stephanie wins. We love to see it. Stephanie, despite being problematic now, is still a fan favorite. Would you agree with that sentiment? Uh... Tough question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you repeat it? I definitely wasn't looking at this video of Shohei Otani throwing a 100-mile-an-hour sinker. <laughs> Stephanie, despite being problematic. Is okay, I thought it was Stephanie. Okay, whatever, yeah. It's, it was 2005. I, I, I'm willing to believe that she has uh, learned, learned and growed since then. Okay. Um, Stephanie is very happy that she won. Danny says that she trusts Rafe when he tells her that he will not vote for her. Rafe talks to Stephanie about taking out Cindy. Steph is worried about losing her jury vote, though. And Steph then talks to Cindy about taking out Rafe. They want to make the case that the four women should go to the final four together. Honestly, I'd be worried for Rafe right now. I would too, but you know what, Rafe? He's a canny operator. He's he's in tune with the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't canny operator? Is that what you said? Yes. Is that a phrase? Yeah. I've never heard it before. I'm gonna look it up. Canny operator. I what are you a can opener? Canny edge detector is what I got. It's an edge detection operator that uses a multi-stage algorithm to detect a wide range of edges and images. It was well, you know what, Jake? If you look at the definition of canny, it says, having or showing shrewdness and good judgment, especially in money or business matters. Okay. Um, I'm literally only finding canny edge detector. Is that what you meant to say? Uh, no. I've, I don't know why you're trying to get a gotcha on me for something that is like... A perfectly well-placed adjective can- You know what, and if people don't say Candy operator, maybe they should And I think I've proven that today I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in quotes They are both words that fit together I put it in quotes And canny edge detector still came up <laughs> <laughs> What is this? I'm falling I think you into need a, a canny edge world. detector For your fucking lame-ass Dull humor Okay, that's um, actually really rude. What you would need is a knife sharpener. Well, if you had a proper edge detector, then you would have seen it coming, but unfortunately you didn't. Hmm. You know, I can't argue with you because I don't know anything about cans. (laughs) Or operating. Or operating. Or edges, to be honest. Uh, I know Cliff's got them. 
Um, boxes got them. Uh, knives? Knives. Knives, even? E- the actual word? <laughs> both of them. Knives out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of edges. U2, the wrestling guy. Um, it's great, yeah. The star star of uh, Money Plane. Money Plane. Oh, my God. What a movie. That was, I got so excited because I saw... I only saw you tweet about... Uh, Kelsey Grammer delivering exposition and how good he is at it. And I was like, oh, Jake's watching Money Plane. Yeah, I didn't see any of the preceding <laughs> things. I was like, oh, that's he, that's a Money Plane tweet right there. I uh, I loved that movie. Um, it totally made sense. It's not very good. It's not very good. All three of the brothers who are one of the... The Lawrence the brothers. The Lawrence brothers, thank you. I was going to say one of them is it's in It's directed by one of them. I believe Andy directed it. Yeah, the, the one I didn't know existed until Money Plane, the movie... Uh, yeah, Andy in. Lawrence, star of the, uh, I believe the other me is the Disney Channel original movie where he clones himself and they dance to an InSync song. But if you watch it on Disney Plus, they don't have the rights to the InSync song anymore, so they just play like some royalty-free music. I love that. Um, he also is the star of Money Plane. Um, and the guy who plays Jack in Boy Meets World is like a cowboy. So you know. <laughs> Yeah. What more do you want? Who's to from say a movie? it's bad? It stars it stars Adam Spear Copeland and Mr. Edge himself. Yeah. So a lot of edges in the world. Um canny operator. And also there's a scene where uh Kelsey Grammer fires an automatic rifle. Yeah, he does that a, it does he, he does do that a lot. Um it's very loud. Didn't care for it. Um I didn't really understand the plot of the movie. Um and he had a plan B, right? Edge had a plan B to steal all this money for himself. Also, why was there cash on the plane if... it's What part of money plane do you not understand? But the dude was like, it's all, it's all cryptocurrency because it's 2020 and that's a thing right now. Come out in 2021, you know, it would be all NFTs, am I right? Yeah, well, they don't call it, they don't call it fiat currency plane, okay? You should see it in my fiat currency. That'd be really funny if you like broke into this plane and it was all just a bunch of like bored apes. It's like, God <laughs> damn it. It sounds like a scene out of that Seth Green movie that's coming out or TV show, whatever he's doing. You know, he's making a, a bored ape show. Yeah. Did you see the Eminem Snoop Dogg performance? That is truly one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my life. No, but I did just watch 8 Mile for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I, and it's not honestly, it's not really embarrassing for them because I know that they got paid a lot of money to do it and they were like, whatever, we'll show up and do this. But like, it's very embarrassing for the board eight people because it's like this was you got Eminem and Snoop Dogg for this. And like, this is what you had them do. Snoop Dogg and Eminem are trying to make NFTs cool again. When were they? They're ever also not, cool? not trying like they're putting forth the absolute bare minimum effort for that. Or ape, ape minimum effort, I should say. Speaking of apes and bears, Thomas, uh, it is time for Wildlife Shots. And how about that for a segue? You were talking shit earlier. Oh my. There we go. So we did get the monkey, speaking of Wizard of Oz. We got a parakeet. We got some other birds and these. The band the monkeys were there. The band the monkeys were there. Did you know they were in the Boy Meets World show too? Oh, the monkeys were? Yeah. <laughs> to, That's pretty cool. To I still need to watch Head. People assure me that Head is like a good experimental comedy. It's like an avant-garde movie. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. 
It's a movie that the uh, the monkeys the monkeys were a studio construction, but then they actually got interested in making music, and they all learned how to play their instruments, and then they like made a kind of psychedelic movie that people say is actually pretty good. So, I do love movies. I just watched Eight Mile the other night. It was really good. Um, we also got the spectacled Cayman, Thomas, also known as the white Cayman, common Cayman, or speckled Cayman. What do you know about the spectacled Cayman? Is it speckled or spectacled? Both. It's been called both. That's a big difference between something being speckled and spectacled. Well, let me tell you about it. Is it wearing glasses? They are brownish, greenish, or yellowish gray color, and they have a spectacle-like ridge between its eyes. Okay. It would make more sense to call it spectacled than speckled, I guess. Well, what did I say first? I think you said speckled first. No, I said spectacled. Well, you're making a spectacle of this uh, entire segment. Thank so. you. Uh, Let's move on. Let's just move on. They grow to be four and a half to eight feet long. They can weigh 15 to 88 pounds. We found in the middle part of Central America to Central Brazil. They commonly eat crabs, fish, mammals, and snails, but the diet changes seasonally. They hunt at night. It communicates using different vocalizations and positioning its tail in different ways. Uh, The females build nests as a mound of dense vegetation in areas that are close to water, but not at risk of being flooded. There you go. That's the spectacled caiman. How do you think they rank on the IUCN list? Least concern. Correct. One for one. You know why I went with least concern? Why is that? Because you wouldn't hit a guy wearing glasses, would you? It's a good point. Uh, so that's a, it's a, it's an evolutionary, it's a flawless evolutionary trait. It's really good, actually. So we have been um, the last couple of weeks. We've been uh, finishing off wildlife shots with a new segment. We had been calling Survivor Mad Libs because uh, Thomas found a Survivor Mad Libs book on the internet and sent it to me. Um, but here's what I'm proposing, Thomas. What if we rename the segment to Propst Prose? I love that. Propst Prose. Okay, this is the newest segment called Propst Prose. We have the Survivor Diner. Tell me which one of these you want. The Survivor Diner. Puzzle it out. Riding the waves. The challenges. And I, th- I assume uh, Survivor Survivor Diner, I think. Okay. Also, I think it's I, lo- I love the the Probst Prose uh, title, especially because it's got real rural juror potential <laughs> where it does not flow off the tongue quite so easily. But it sounds like it should make sense. Uh, it's like, what is it called when two words rhyme but at the beginning? It's time to Google. It's time to Google. Is it like? Uh, Is it consonants or is it assonance? Um, I don't know. It might not be I'll either of those. My, it's been a while since I took AP English. I'll ask my fiance who literally teaches that class. Uh, two words rhyme at the same in the same line. It's just called rhyming. Okay, Google. What's it called when two words rhyme at the beginning of in like the, the first word. syllable or whatever? Yeah, alliteration. 
I thought that was just the same letter. What do you call words that rhyme at the Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Um, this is on Quora. Probes prose is alliterative. Probes prose is alliterative. That's what we're going for. Also, I think Jeff Probes needs to clean up his probes prose because uh, it's a little messy. Ooh. Okay. Thomas, give me an adjective. Um, boy, uh, boyish? overrated. Did you say boyish? Overrated. Okay. Talk about this segment. Uh, give me a noun. Bird. <laughs> I liked how you said that so uh, efficiently. Now, I know you did just say bird, but I'm going to need another animal and make it plural, baby. Bears. Bears. Uh, and give me a verb. Hunt. Ooh, nice. Uh, and we will need an adjective. Cute. Cute? Cute. Give me a noun, please. Hmm. Not a noun. Foot. Foot, like on your feet? Like, a, yeah, one of your feet. And what about a verb ending in I-N-G? Same thing I've leaping. always been doing. Surviving. Uh, leaping, like the Lord's? Yes. And we are going to need another plural noun. Um... Hmm. Books. That's a really good answer. What about an adjective? We're nearing the end, okay. Okay. Um, tasty. Nice. Nice, nice. Plural noun? Um, you know I gotta spice it up. I'm just, I'm just prefacing this. I've been, this has been a little, it's been workmanlike. Mm-hmm. Been a little bland. Mm. Condoms. <laughs> this one's That's not right, for baby. kids. This game's not for kids. Get out anymore. your candy edge detector. This is not the we're, KM we're cast. heading in that direction. Um, hey Thomas, speaking of condoms, will you give me a verb? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. Oh my god, Thomas, I'm gonna need the same plural noun as the last plural noun, so that would be condoms, of course. <laughs> Damn. And a verb ending in ing. Fucking. Yep, that's good. And an adjective. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> Folks, I had to get, take a swig of water to get ready for this. Yeah, you. This delicious. Dry throat. Gotta get hydrated. Uh... Dry throat after this Mad Lib. Um, Jake's just been licking his lips this whole time. Come on in and take a table. Dinner is served at the Survivor Diner. The overrated main course this evening is seafood. 
Since the beautiful bird is only a short stroll away, our table is full of shellfish, crabs, and delicious bears. Oh, wow, interesting. What kind of bird was that? This is being delivered by someone who has already been fired but was asked to finish out the rest of their shift. (laughs) Okay, maybe not completely full. Whatever you eat, you have to hunt it yourself. Oh, wow. (laughs) Cute native fruits and plants are also on the menu, but you need nourishing foot. Hmm. So you might want... Okay, it's, start, it's starting to get horny earlier than I expected. <laughs> so you might want to spend more time fishing and leaping than picking books. That's, that's great. Winning a... Yeah, nerds. Stop picking books all the time. You have to fish and leap. Uh, Run around like an MVP like me. Winning a tasty challenge might get you a supply of condoms. Which are <laughs> Jeff Probst is like, eh, eh? How about it? This is just more evidence to the fact that Jeff Probst is not human. Winning a certified freak, Jeff Probst. <laughs> Winning a tasty challenge might get you a supply of condoms, which are high energy and delicious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't fuck too much though, because the more con- <laughs> Don't fuck too much. Well, though. pace yourself. <laughs> because the more you con, the more condoms you eat now, the less you'll have later. That's really good advice, Joe. Thank you. And the more time you spend fucking, the less time you will have for figuring out your good tree mail. Look, these are all very good points. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the Survivor Diner. Maybe our best Mad Lib yet. Yeah. This wow. You know, I just I had a sense that's what it needed. And it was good. I let the, the I let the creativity flow through me and lo and behold, it all makes perfect sense. A hundred percent. so at the tribal council, all the boys on the jury are wearing different colors. Did you notice that? I did notice that. I also noticed that I didn't immediately recognize Judd without his uh his uh like uh Bandana on Oh yeah Or his Is it a bandana Or like a, ba- a Backyard baseball cap Backyard back- Oh you're backwards. right It is a baseball It is a baseball cap Yeah uh, Rafe He had a fitted on Rafe Fred Durst style Yeah uh, Rafe is worried Because the jury Is all men so far Feels like sexism Rafe Actually Rafe is cancelled now You'll never Run a show On Amazon.com Oh, well, I'm so, Jake, I'm sorry that you love for uh, people to be judged exclusively by men and have their fates determined that way. It's very, very woke of you. Thank you. It's called feminism. You should try it. Uh, Cindy says she doesn't feel bad about taking the car because she could be voted out either way. Honestly, when she said that, I was like, OK, that makes total sense, actually. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think it's a bad idea to take the car, but I think that it is potentially like a very good idea to not take the car. Yeah. So uh, Cindy was right to take the car because she is voted out unanimously. unanimously. Um, I will say I don't think she would have been voted out unanimously if she did not take the car. It would be really funny if she was, though. They w- it would be very funny if you gave them all cars and they still voted you out. <laughs> so we're down to the final four going into the finale. Who do you think is winning? Wait, let, let's, let's, go, let's go the other way. What do you think Rafe's chances are winning of winning? I think that he is in 
I think if he gets to the final two, he'll win. But I think that maybe the other three recognize that at this point. Mm. Because boys will vote for boys. I just think he's had the most complete game of anybody on there. Fair. So, and also that I think you got to, if he doesn't win a challenge, I think you have to strike while the iron's hot. Cause he's like pretty good in challenges too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you feel Lydia is doing? Lydia has played a very good social game. Um, I think she would have to kind of do the Sandra case for herself, which I think she's capable of making. Uh, so I would say if she makes it to final two against someone other than Rafe, I think she's got a pretty good shot. How do you feel Danny's chances are? Danny's chances are good. I think she's played a very well-rounded game. Um, and what about Stephanie? I, I don't see her having the votes. How do you think they'll each finish then? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Stephanie finishes fourth, Ray finishes third, and I'm going to say that Lydia beats Danny. Wow. How close do you think it'll be? I'll say it's close. I'll say that uh, Lydia wins by like two votes. Okay. Who do you want to win, though? I would love to see Rafe win, but I would also, I mean, honestly, basically anybody but Stephanie. And if (laughs) Stephanie won, I wouldn't even really be that mad about it. Like, I'd be fine with it, but I don't think she would deserve to. But but I think Rafe, Danny, or uh, Lydia would all be good winners. Why do you think Stephanie doesn't deserve it? What has she really been doing, you know? Like complaining i feel like she's not that in command socially she she only just now won an individual immunity and i feel like she is has been kind of like a dickhead to a lot of people (laughs) so like the whole thing with her being like so offended at the idea that she could get voted out or whatever at one point uh it's just like, I, I don't know. It, 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 it's weird coming from somebody who's played before, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know who she is, like, friends with at this point. Like, she was on the side of the majority alliance most of the time, right? Yeah, I don't feel I feel like, you know, I think that she was probably contributing to that, but I don't really feel like she was like pulling the strings. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm looking at her wiki now, seeing if this was, in fact, her first win overall. Um, and I don't know how to read this. So, um, yeah, that's the uh, that's it. That's that's all I have to say about that. Thomas time for our next segment it's called the challenge show and i have to ask you did you watch the challenge usa i did watch the challenge usa uh i missed the first 15 minutes of this episode so please tell me what happened um in the first 15 minutes they were on a boat and it's going uh, fast cash was like was like i like being on boats i like being on boats (laughs) and on boats Mm -hmm. uh uh, and they were, she was dancing with some people and then, uh, I think, did you get to the part where Tyson said that he likes to be the, the richest person in the room, which is why he likes to go to cheap restaurants? I did not. That's very funny though. Yeah. Th- that I remember. And, um, 
I th- oh, I think the other part of it was just that, like the the core four or whatever, like Alliance, the the Fab is it Fab Five? Is that what it is? Yeah, they, there was a group of five people who were suddenly calling themselves the Fab Five, and I do, I could not tell you who it was because again, I missed the first fifteen minutes. Um, but the Fab Five was the uh, basketball team for Michigan in the nineties, right? Yes. Yeah, and I didn't see Chris Webber or Jalen Rose here, so I was a little confused. But um, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. But they were—they're going to—they'll um, be on Champs versus Pro season. Someone four. from Big Brother was targeting Sarah, um, and also I think there was a conversation about getting the Big Brother person out because she has real diamonds already, and it was like she doesn't need that money. She has real diamonds already. Yeah, I don't know if she like won Big Brother. Got some money off of it, or if she just already had money, but oh. it, it, I don't know. This was a throwaway scene. Okay. So you you saw the the whole elimination challenge, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely did. Don't remember what happened. Well, it was they were doing the Connect Four thing. I actually really liked this one. Connect Four thing. Wait. Yeah, they were they they all had to run up into they were at that soccer stadium. And they all had to run up into the bleachers to get their pieces for their boards, oh. and they were reversible. The, so they were either red or black. No, I did not and, see this. Um, this was the challenge. Oh, you didn't? I thought you said elimination. Yeah. Um, I saw the elimination. I think I saw, like, the very end of the challenge, so I didn't really un- fully understand what was going on. Yeah, so basically what it was is you had your own board, everyone had their own, and you could either choose to build yours when you got it, or you could choose to block somebody else. Mm. And so one of the strategic things for one of the groups was to make sure that Sarah lost so that she would have to go in, which ended up happening. And then Danny uh, okay. and um, what's her name from, uh, from triple H who I had completely forgotten about. Desi? Uh, one Desi. Yeah. Danny and Desi. Yes. I saw that one. I do. So when I came in, um, I remember Sarah was complaining that not everybody was going for Angela, I think from big brother, right? Yeah. Angela was the, the big brother one that they, yeah. And she, Sarah, like, made a plan to target Angela, and nobody was following through with their plan, and then Sarah lost, which was very funny yep. to me. Um, I'm obviously rooting for everybody from Survivor, but if Sarah's out, you know, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, I'm fine with Sarah being out. She is, like, pretty good at it, though. Like, you got to give her that. She's a good competitor. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, she did go into the dual elimination, and... Um, She's a strong physical competitor. Yeah. Um, she's just, I, I would not like being in an alliance with her. I don't think. No, she's very demanding. And like, I, I feel like she doesn't, she plays strategically, but she gets really offended if anyone else does, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Um, we, we, you know, we hate to say it, but she's very confident and obnoxious about it. It's okay to be confident, you know, like Danny's confident. Yeah, and he wins, but he's like, I'm doing it all for Kiki, you know? Who's Sarah doing it for? Yeah. Her police husband? Her police kids? Mm-hmm. Her police town? Her police dogs, the Paw Patrol? Um, Her police firefighters, the Paw Patrol? <laughs> really? Yeah, the, isn't the whole thing with Paw Patrol that, like, all the essential services of the town are performed by dogs? I don't know. I've never watched it. I haven't either. I, that's just my understanding of what it is. You brought it up. That's fair, honestly. Um, here's something that is uh, tangentially related to the topic. 
we both we have nieces and nephews and like toddlers in our lives now, right? Because we're in our thirties. Do you have any kids' toys at your house? No, I don't. Um, we uh, we've definitely had a couple toddlers be here that were you know for from uh, some, some a mutual friend of ours, and uh, I basically it's just been like, well, we're gonna have to you know put something on the TV. Cause like, I don't, I don't have stuff. For, I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have nothing either. Um, so the, the children will just grab whatever's around. I got video games, man. That's usually good enough. Yeah. Maybe I'll show them Spider-Man or something. I don't know. I don't think it's appropriate to show them WWE 2K22. They have yeah. blood in that game. You don't want them to start slamming each other all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know how crazy kids can be with the slamming. Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom.Tom. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it is the start of college football season now. Mm. So if it's getting towards the weekend and the NFL season starts next week, probably going to be talking a lot about football. So did you see that post? Uh, um, it was a tweet that was, I think it was like a screenshot of somebody's list of needs on Saturdays in the fall during football season. And it was like, do not text me. If you text me, don't expect a response and don't call me. And it's like this long list and somebody screenshotted it and was like, this would have done numbers on Facebook in like 2014. Is that you? Exactly. Is that what you're going to be That's like? The exa- uh, no, people are welcome to contact me. I just will also be watching football. Uh, but I I was very excited this weekend. Jake, I think you'll like this. Uh, they're the Michigan football Wolverines. Their uh, four-string quarterback is named Alex Orgy, O-R-J-I. And uh, he scored the final touchdown of the game for them on a uh, quarterback draw. How did they celebrate? And Rob, former former Heisman uh, uh, winner Robert Griffin III mm. said, there's an orgy in the end zone when he scored. And also there's a photo of him uh, uh, celebrating with uh, another. It, they're both freshmen, I think, but there's a tight end for them named Colston Loveland. So it's just orgy and Loveland <laughs> celebrating together. That's really good. That's that's really really good. Um, yep, I love it. I that's like that's like football's version of when Philly played uh, whoever a few weeks ago in baseball. Uh, the Padres, maybe. Yes. And it said poop on screen. Love that. So good. Sports is it, it, so it much truly, fun. It truly does not get better than when something like that is on a broadcast and no one is allowed to acknowledge it. <laughs> it's just so funny. Just like, don't look at it. Don't worry about it. It was like the, um, do you remember when, uh, Bill Goldberg came out for WrestleMania and they had like the, or maybe it was SummerSlam and they had like the separated, uh, parts of the Jumbotron and it was blocked in just such a way that it just said Gorg. (laughs) It's like, oh shit, Gorg's here. (laughs) Gorg. That's great. Um, I, I don't recall that, but I do know at some event this year, uh, I think it was the Royal Rumble, maybe, the WrestleMania sign started on fire. Yep, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and it was the most oh, interesting also, thing I, that was happening on the show. I do want to point out in other Michigan, in other state of Michigan team of college football news, there is an offensive tackle committed to the Michigan State Spartans whose name is John Coxlam. Oh, 
that's ridiculous. Come on, you guys. Who is who is doing this? First, you know, it was all the Khaleesi's, you know? Everybody was naming their kid Khaleesi's. Now there's Cock Slam. You know? We should have stopped before people started naming Khaleesi and Hermione. Because look at it now. It's a slippery slope. What happened to David? George? Also, I'm being told that this was a joke and the guy's name is actually Jacob Merritt. Somebody just decided that they would make a fun joke about it. But you know what? It was nice to believe. Yeah, I want to believe, you know. And it's apparently true. Aliens. The government said so. Um, we're on Twitter at DYWSLN. We have a few shows on Patreon at patreon.com slash just podcasts. Um, I don't remember if we were discussing this before the official episode start or after, but if you are a very rich Saudi Arabian prince and you want to pay for all of our Patreon tiers, you are more than welcome to. We will gladly take that money. Yeah, we're much cheaper than a lot of other people, so just just please consider that. And the content will be good that you pay for. Yeah, I mean, if, if their sensibility is stuck in the 90s, which it seems to be based on their uh, taste in WWE matches, like, I don't know, maybe they don't know that there was a sequel to Friends. Maybe they don't know that yeah. there was a spinoff, and they'd like to hear something about yeah. it. And they were like, oh, I bet Joey was my favorite character in Friends. We watch Friends here all the we time. Friends You're telling me that I can Joey watch is. some Joey content? Uh, so we can offer that to the Saudis or anybody else who wants to give us $10,000 a month for just Joey. Um, do you want to thank the fans, Thomas Powell, for listening to the Love show? Love to thank the listeners. Oh, right thank you for listening. Um, that's that's all you want to say. Uh, do yeah, that's it. Just thanks. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, do you want to give them the boilerplate review? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up if you're reviewing on Spotify. Also, make sure to say that you look forward to seeing it in your Spotify Wrapped. Every time you say this is like that, it takes everything you make to not go, the story of a girl. No. Crying everything ground home. You know what? That is one of my favorite song titles because it's just absolutely, in parentheses, story of a yeah. girl. It's absolutely a good episode title. That's where that. You heard that song, Absolutely? <laughs> oh, story of a girl? Yeah, that's good. Um, we'll be back next week with the finale of Survivor Guatemala, and then I guess we'll have to figure out what we're doing after that, because we do have one week between that and the premiere of Survivor 43. But we've got time to figure that out, right? Um, that's right. Nothing but time. Nothing but time. That's, what, that's all the world's good for. Time. I don't know what that means. Um, it is, is it cool up there in Michigan, too? It's a little cooler today. I'm enjoying is it. it. Is it, um, is it feeling like spooky season? You know what? It's, it didn't feel like fall and it's starting to feel like fall. Right. Well, with that, I will have to say, have a great spooky season. Booses. Restless tonight. Cause I wasted the light. Between both these times, I drew a really thin line. It's nothing I planned, and not that I can, but you should be mine, across that line. If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing, 
just for one thing If I sorted it out If I knew all about It was in England, right, this event. First time in England in like 30 years. Roman Reigns beats Drew McIntyre and then leaves the ring. Then eventually Drew McIntyre gets up and Tyson Fury comes out because he was there also. Uh, and then they sing American Pie with the crowd. Oh, that sounds horrible. And then they were like, and then Drew McIntyre was like, are we still on the air? I'm just fucking around. And then he started singing another song. And Michael Cole was like, all right, well, that's the show, guys. Bye. Is Tyson Fury going to like be in WWE? Is that a thing? He had one match a few years ago in Saudi Arabia and no one cared about it. And I think this yeah. is the first time he's been seen since. None of the Saudi Arabia stuff is real. Yeah. Like, remember when they had, like, the Shawn Michaels versus... I love that they were... Apparently, Mohammed bin Salman and, like, uh, the people that were planning that were asking for guys that are, like, dead. Like, they were like, can Mr. Perfect be there? It's like, no. He's been dead for 20 years. Incredible. That's so great. Good for them. You know, they just want a good show for their people. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, they're just a couple of nice guys that want a nice... Uh, just just want a nice show for the people there. Yeah, it's like their their cool golf league that they have. Yeah, I'm sure that in no way is that bad. No, none of it's bad. It's all good. Everything's good. Uh, it would be really funny if the way that this podcast finally became like profitable for us was we just got a bunch of money from Saudi Arabia to do propaganda for them. Like, look, they're paying us $10 million an episode to do this. Yeah. They bankroll all of our Patreon stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they pay for all of them, even though if you pay for the highest one, you automatically get the rest. They're like, no. Yeah. We no, they're, not really they're not leaving you. it the chance. I, I, would, I would do it. You know? I'm cheap. Fuck it. If the Saudis want to give me $10,000. That's a lot of money, and it would be pretty hard to say no to. Mm-hmm. Look, I just bought a house, you know? Yeah, you could you could pay that house off immediately. <laughs> if Muhammad bin Solomon wants to pay off my house, <laughs> he's more than yeah. welcome to. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>